This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And welcome to another edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. My name is at Waffle House on Twitter, Christy, Crispy, whatever you want to call me. This week, I am thrilled to be joined by a gentleman that, let's see, how would you know him? I know Dan has referenced him on air a couple times, and if you follow his Twitter, he appears all over southern my or southern florida slash miami area in that 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 general region with signs of phrases from the show we are thrilled to be joined by cy mcfly cy how are you doing man great man how you doing i'm lovely i'm lovely i'm lovely thanks for thanks for joining us and uh we we kind of with this series we wanted to after after we got through most of the Lauer Rangers, right, that do the podcast, I wanted to touch base and get to know a little bit some of the super fans, right? And I I think you pro- close to the top of the list. You make these signs, you go to places that are referenced on the Lebetard show, and then you you take pictures of yourself holding these signs in, in front of these places and post them on Twitter. They always get retweeted by the show. I know you've gone to the Clevelander before you have a, a picture with, with most of the, I think Dan and Stu and Mike Ryan are in it. Who else was in that photo? Um, it was just those three. Cause it was the fourth. So it was the last day on ESPN. Okay. So okay. it was just them three that came down. Valerie took the picture. She was there. And oh, that's cool. What an honor. Let me tell you. Yeah, seriously, man. Seriously. What what gave you the idea to start doing this? Honestly, um, I used to watch Highly Questionable. Okay. And then there was always that space on that little grassy knoll where they where Masvidal and Stugatz had their famous fight. And I was like, right. man, if I hold a sign there, I can get on Highly Questionable. And then Dan started sending people to the ocean. And I realized, hey, I'm probably going to I can get out there and be on the show. Right. So I was just talking, hey, I think this would be a smart, fun idea, fun idea. And then one day my, my girlfriend, my fiance now, she's like, no, let's go. I am tired of hearing you talk about it. Let's go do it. And so I made the, the first sign I made was um, I have the I have a child and you never know. Right. And they got me. And even uh, Billy came out to the ocean. I was there at the beach with uh, my fiance and he just gave me a shirt, a bottle of water. He goes, I know it's hot out here. So let me uh, oh, wow. <laughs> let me help you out. Wow. So uh, shout out to your now fiance. Congratulations, yep. by the way. Thank you uh, for being so supportive. I feel like so many of our wives and husbands that uh, that are married or partnered with someone who is obsessed with the show like we are. It, it can be 
kind of an annoying fandom, and I completely understand. No shade on anybody like that, but that's fantastic that she was so supportive and decided that she was tired of hearing you talk about it. She was supportive that first day. Okay. Then, <laughs> okay, then, so there's, a, there's an addendum to the story. Yeah, Lorenzo put me on Twitter, and uh, Billy came out. I said, oh, I have to come out more. I have to come out more. <laughs> And she was like, oh, no, enough of this. I I went I wanted to go with my signs to the last Moss event. And she goes, you can't do that. You can't just go in there with your signs. I was like, please, people will know me. People will want to take pictures. Right, right. But she was like, no, that's that's too much. And I was like, all right, well, all right. It's a but the next over... one, I'm taking my signs. Right. Yeah. So so that's I hope to see them We're we're all planning to go this year. You oh. know, fingers crossed that there is a Moss and, and we're, we're past all of this, this pandemic stuff. So obviously you are located in Miami because you go to all these locations. Is that where you're from originally? Yeah. Born and raised uh, Kendall boy, just like Mike and uh, Billy. OK. So. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Mike keeps talking about Killian, how he lives in the Killian area. That used to be my rival high school. Uh, and I play basketball right at the park next to Killian. So, or I used to anyway, before the pandemic. So I know everything they talk about. I, I know the places. And uh, Billy talks about this Burger King that doesn't serve good food. I know that Burger King. <laughs> I mean, I know you, them all. You really, really get the local hour then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I I know I don't want to get into too personal of details. We've touched on the fact that you are now engaged. Um, congratulations again on that. Uh, can you vaguely tell us a little bit about what you do for a living? Yeah. Uh, so I work with uh, one of the concessionaires at one of the sports venues in the Tri County area okay. of Miami, right. Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I will not press you too hard on any of those details. Yeah. So, don't need the big wigs listening. Yeah, so. no, not at all. Not at all. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to get you fired or canceled or any of that good stuff. So, uh, all right. So, so can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been listening to the show and kind of maybe when you first got the show, I imagine being from the area, and it being proudly Miami, it didn't take you long at all to get the show once you started listening. No, um, I've always loved sports talk. And then I turned 16 in 2005. And that's right when the show started. And that's right when 790 started uh, the ticket. And they really did take all the sports teams. They took the Heat. They took the Dolphins. Like Stu Gatz was making serious plays back then. So you had to listen to 790. And um, I had an after-school job. And from... This is really inside Miami. From school, I listened to Mandich on 560, Jim Mandich. And then on my way home, about six, I turned on Levitard because Hank Goldberg was getting old and stale. Like, right. that's, there's no <laughs> joke about that. He was getting old and stale. So I would listen to Levitard. And the club started in 2005. And it was right. just, I, I just always listened. And then the six o'clock hour was just crazy. Like, there was just hijinks. Like, they didn't care really what was happening. And it was just so much fun. But the first time I really got the show, um, I remember specifically, I was listening to uh, the Michael Phelps interview live. Um, I was going with a couple buddies up to uh, Gainesville for another friend's birthday that weekend. And I'll never forget it. We were, we were taking a stroll in the car going up to, uh, to Gainesville and we were stopped at a Panda Express drive through <laughs> and Michael Phelps hung up on Levitard and then called him an idiot. And they just died laughing. And for the rest of the show, they just kept playing it. You know how they dive into oh, their yeah. mistakes and they just absolutely loved it. And then 
me and my buddies, we, we couldn't stop laughing. It was just hilarious. That's fantastic. That's one of the all-time best moments of that show and kind yeah. of encapsulates anytime the show butts up against someone who does not get what they're going for. That's probably the, the most pure crystallization of, of that, that, uh, <laughs> when that happens, yeah. <laughs> it's such a great moment. I wish they played that more often or, or referenced it more often. I haven't, do you remember around the year that that happened? Was it when no, he I, was still participating in the Olympics? I think it was, it was that, that September. I remember specifically, it was the game, it was the weekend that Florida lost to Ole Miss and Tim Tebow gave that interview where he was just, where Levitard still talks about that interview where he was just, I'm going to be the hardest working player ever. <laughs> and it was so, because I remember specifically, Gainesville was dead that Saturday night. I thought it was so funny and it was just hilarious. I remember specifically, it was my buddy's birthday, September 27th. So it had to be that weekend of 08. It was right after his 08 Olympics. Okay. Okay. So it was because I, I get lost. They, they do a good job of referencing things that have happened in the past. So I forget, like it all kind of blends together in my head as far as when something happened originally. I don't remember if I, if I was listening at that time or if they've just played it enough and referenced it enough that it feels like I've been a listener for way longer than I actually have. But you started out, you, you were one of the, you you know, you were on board from the very beginning, apparently. Yeah, I was like, Roy talks about it, how you see all you go to heat games and you see, what is a seven ninety the ticket? It was from the start. (laughs) I love sports talk radio growing up. And from the start, they were like, Oh, a new station. And yeah, Dan and Stu, it was just, they clicked for me. It was just funny. Good stuff. Good stuff. So over the the many years that you have been listening, I imagine there's been a lot of favorite moments. What's what's maybe like a, a top favorite moment or top three? I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a little more leeway since you've got you've got such a, a library, such a catalog of, of listening in your past. I'm gonna go Michael Phelps. Okay, the, that part. Um, the rants, the heat rants. Those were great as a Heat fan. It was just perfect. It's really what blew him up nationally, sure. Levitard, more than anything. Um, and then, let's see, a third one. Oof, there's so many. Um, I guess, I mean, when they went to TV, that really changed a lot of, I mean, me. Like, really, you'd only know me if you saw it, me on ESPN News or ESPN <laughs> right. Plus. Because uh, they don't really, they talked about me a few times, but. They don't really talk, but it, they'll show me. And that's why I always have to give credit to Lorenzo. Lorenzo kept putting me on there. I DM him before I go out there. I'd be like, hey, I'm going out with signs. And he goes, okay, we'll look for you. Hell yeah. So I have to give a lot of credit to Lorenzo for that. Zoe is such a, uh, he's been, he's been in our corner from day one. Anytime we have Billy on Lauer after hours, Zoe is always waiting for the invite link to crash it and make it (laughs) as long and hilarious as possible. That, that dude is, is great. We, we really appreciate him right here. So, yeah. So, so how many, uh, how many locations have you gone to? Are, Are you keeping a running total so far or like and, and can you name some of the places that you've been well yeah at first uh, i was keeping a thing on my app on my notes app about how oh, okay this is the sign i used all the different ones so i've been out to the beach um and then once they went off tv that's when i decided all right i gotta start going around the city and do some things and i got a lot of uh good feedback from that mike ryan uh miami call so i went to dandy bear i went to 
um, Gus Machado Ford. I went to Palacio de los Jugos. I went to Miami Seaquarium. That was all one day with my fiance. Thank <laughs> God. She loved that. And she helped me with that at least. So y'all just and made then, like a, a day date out of this. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And Miami Seaquarium's <laughs> out there on Key Biscayne. And we actually went to lunch and had a little picnic on the beach. I was like, I got to do something for her. If she's taking me to all these places. Hell yes, you do. <laughs> uh, well, and, that, and that's why she's your fiance now is because exactly. you're very thoughtful. Uh, both of you are. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. So, so, have, so do you have a running total of all the places? How many, how many signs do you have? Well, um, I had a bunch, but once Dan said, okay, we're off the air, um, uh, they gave us that month window. If they were off the air on January 4th, I just started going to the beach and taping signs up to the wall up there. And I don't know <laughs> if you guys saw it on ESPN news, but they would put it on. And uh, one side, I think you're my brother sign that I made stayed up there for like three days and oh, i was wow. like yeah this is funny and it's right <laughs> to the entrance of the beach so everyone that came to the beach was just looking at it like what is happening here what this is the worst band poster or advertisement yeah. they've ever seen right <laughs> no exactly. clue no clue what it actually means you're my brother like what huh i think what the one that i laughed at the hardest just because of the the ads that they're doing is you holding up the sign in front of the advanced auto parts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that one was so inside. Cause that doesn't even make sense. I just took it from, cause people have called me, Oh, you're like the guy with the sign. I was like, no, nah, nah, that guy, he's not, he has no real rhyme or reason. He just goes out there and puts random signs up. You know, I, I'm a Levitard sign holder. That's right. my job. Right. And so I was like, I saw that during the Super Bowl where he sold out. Let's be honest. He sold out. And I was like, Oh, it'd be funny if I just go to advanced auto parts, I went down the street <laughs> And I just put, I would never, and they get the show and they retweeted it and they said, yo, he gets it. And that, that was funny. That's fantastic. But my favorite has to be, my favorite has to be the one with uh, Mike Ryan, the one I did all the, the different uh, things from his Miami call. Cause that was just, that was just, I thought creative and time consuming. Cause it really did take all day with Miami traffic. I imagine, I imagine how, so, so you start early in the morning and then end about what time? Yeah. Well, Nah, it gets traffic. So I started about 10, made my way to Hialeah, to Gus Machado, then made my way to Palacio de los Jugos, then made my way to the beach um, to do the Wakibis game to do the uh, Miami Aquarium one. Right. And then on my way back home, uh, Dandy Bear's right by my uh, fiance's parents' house. So I was like, all right, let's hit up Dandy Bear on the way back. I don't even know what a Dandy Bear is. Uh, it's a... Uh, Let's say a Cuban version of a Chuck E. Cheese. That's a what it is. 
Holy shit. A Cuban version okay. of a Chuck E. Cheese. Cuban version of a Chuck E. Cheese. Had no idea that even existed. That That's what's so funny to me. That they drop all these references, and I feel like... I feel like they they drop them so often that it makes me feel familiar to all these references. But then when I stop and think about it, I have no idea what like 90% of these references are like no clue. Like you, you said Key Biscayne. I feel like I know what Key Biscayne <laughs> is. No fucking, I've never been on Key Biscayne before. I have, I have no idea the layout of Miami. Don't know anything about it whatsoever, but they do a good job of making you feel like you, yeah. you have somewhat of an idea of what's going on around them. What's crazy is, I, the, on the Twitch where they were doing the March Sadness stuff uh, a couple weeks ago, they were making fun of Billy, talking about this funeral home that he looks like he works at. My grandmother's viewing was at that funeral home. Oh, my God. And I almost made a sign and went with a suit that Holy said, shit. hey, guys, it's Billy, and held it out there. But my fiance said, you're, again, you're taking it too far. She's oh kind of my, my barometer. That, yeah. okay, Sai, 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 you have to do that now. You yeah, have now to. that it's out there. Now that it's out there, you have to you have to follow through on that. I that would have been so so funny. So inside, like it's just so inside, like even more inside than the show, because like only the true listeners are wa- listening to the Twitch and watching the Twitch on a Saturday morning right. about March sadness. Right, and they got a laugh out of it, and I was like, man, that's the one. So when they say things, I start it starts turning in my head. Like that Willie Mammoth that they said they had lunch at. Uh-huh. I, my, my plan was to make a sign that said, better call Canelo after Stu Gatz made that joke <laughs> and hold it over there as well. But it's just things well, are works picking up. So I was like, I can't go out there anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, but hopefully th- this tradition has not died fully, right? Like you're, you're no, going no. to keep this going. And I'm waiting. I'm hoping they get back to a simulcast and. Even if it might be the first day, I'll probably be out there with another thank you dance sign. Hell yeah. Hell just yeah. to be out there. Fantastic. Okay, so speaking of the shipping container and, and the whole Lebatard Show universe, who would you say your favorite member of the Dan Lebatard Show is? I would say, I'd say Billy Gill. Okay. Billy Gill, there's this, a, a connection. We eat very similar. I have a very similar <laughs> eating habit to him. So, and then my personality is a lot, well, my personality really has just been a, a mesh of all the, the people. There's a little Stugatz in me. There's a little Billy Gill in me. There's a lot of Dan wokeness in me <laughs> that a lot of my family just doesn't understand. I'm like, guys, come on. But I would say Billy Gill, my fiance says Billy Gill, but the most important uh, lap, uh, shipping container member to me, I know he's not really one, especially anymore. But like I said earlier, it's Lorenzo. Because yeah. without Lorenzo, I'm not talking to you. I'm not out there. I'm not going out there a second time, a third time, a fourth time. It's just, so I'm going to say Billy's my favorite, but most important to me, uh, Lorenzo. That's a, that's a great, and he absolutely counts because when, when yeah, I, good. when I ask that question, I mean the larger Lebetard show universe, you know, it could be somebody that they've just, they just have as a regular guest or something like that. And so absolutely counts. Uh, he's, he's been fantastic. And, and like I said, he's been super supportive of us doing this podcast and, and he's joined us many times and we, we love having him. So uh, yeah. Okay. So Lorenzo would be Billy as far as the shipping container, but Lorenzo takes number one for, yeah, for the whole group being such a supportive, supportive dude. All right. Uh, on to some, some kind of more important topics. Uh, Cy, what is your second favorite color? 
Second favorite color is lavender. What is your first favorite color? Black. Black and lavender. Good choices. Good choice. Any reason behind those? Yeah, the Rick Ross song. Okay. All black tux. <laughs> choose lavender. Hell yeah. All right. I, I appreciate you coming prepared with that. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, excellent yeah. answer. So, so what's your next plan or what's the game plan for, for the, the next location? Is it, I know you've, you've kind of referenced a couple of ideas that you've had based on, on the show. And I know you said work is picking up your very mysterious job that you do <laughs> that, uh, that we will not, not go into, but do you have anything in the works right now or, or any plans? Are you taking suggestions? I would, I would take suggestions. Um, uh, yeah, I, there was one I put, I put on one of the trash cans at the beach. I put a Roy Hibbert sign because okay. I believe that was suggested. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't, I can't remember if it was Yeti or Steve. I think it was Steve, uh, put, put me out there to go, Hey, I think you should put a Roy Hibbert sign. I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. I can't remember. It was one of the two, but I can't remember, but no, um, honestly, it's a, it's a spur of the moment. It's if they talk about something, all right, let's see if I can go out there. Like the hold the hold the line stuff where Mike was shooting everything to the moon. There's an AMC and a GameStop right down my street. So I was like, all right, the next that's day. That's right. That's right. I'm putting on a sports coat and I'm going out to these places and I'm holding up the sign. So that's Diamond hands. Diamond so I'm hands. Wait- yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for them to come back on simulcast. That's my next play. And then gotcha. I'll go out there whenever Excellent. they're back out. Excellent. So in the meantime, if folks would like to offer you suggestions of where you should go whenever the simulcast comes back, comes back on, where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at, um, at McFly Cy, or if you just search Cy McFly, S-Y McFly, um, you should be able to find me. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Cy, thank you so much for, for joining us for this edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. We really appreciate your time, and, and I am very much looking forward to seeing where you, uh, where you end up. And everybody that is listening should go find him and follow him on Twitter, offer suggestions. Obviously, he's got a job and a life and a fiancé who uh, is probably has more sense than he pregnant. does. 37 wow okay yeah, so. all right so uh we're gonna need some some sign holding with a newborn with you like with one of those like uh infant carriers on your chest uh i, I kept the uh, i have a child sign just for that <laughs> oh yes <laughs> awesome uh can are you going to well can you take the i have a child sign to the hospital with you uh it was rejected from my fiance <laughs> it was already asked and it was rejected Damn. Okay. Look, I, I, I don't blame her necessarily. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not disagreeing with her, uh, but that would be funny. That would be very I know, funny. I know. I know. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I've told her, but she doesn't, she doesn't get the show at times. She gets it, but not at times. <laughs> uh, well, she, she's got better sense than we all do is, is what the answer is there. Uh, Cy, thank you so much for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you, man. It was a blast. listen to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. 
legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.